I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I think I crave yeah. going to places that are different. I think some people like they thrive under pressure and I'm one of those people. Hello everyone, welcome back to this podcast, welcome to this episode. It is Thursday 9th of June, I hope you're all having a lovely morning or evening. I am currently in the company of the lovely Lara Chick. She's my friend at university. We're both in our second year. And today we're just going to talk about sort of a bit of everything, a bit of, you know, fitness, a bit of, maybe a bit of work experience. But first of all, just so happy that exams are over. I think we can both agree that it wasn't exactly the best time of our lives. It's definitely been a stressful time, to be honest. Um, I think there's a massive step up from first year to second yeah. year. Um, just the amount of reading that they expect you to do and the amount of extra time rather than just looking at the lectures. I mean, they do help, but at the same time, like, they do want more than just what they give you. Yeah. Um, And just going back to that, I guess because our first year was online, so that was a totally different experience Um, because, you know, you could do your lectures at any time, but then this year, well, it was a good thing going in person, meeting people on our courses. So I study languages and Lara studies I do theology and religion yeah so I think Lara I think you've got a lot of independent work than most subjects maybe uh yeah so in a week we probably have like one lecture and then maybe like one seminar so probably the most I would probably be in uni was probably eight hours and then the rest of the time is meant to be spent reading yeah um so yeah I don't really want to calculate how much reading I've done this year (laughs) but um it has been more enjoyable than first year, that's for sure, because we had a lot of choice about what we could read rather than just what is kind of expected or what you need to read. Um, it's more about, I guess, what you find interesting and that makes it uh, more interesting, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it was nice to have less compulsory modules this year um, because that's what, when you're reading that much, you need it to be enjoyable. You need it to be something 
that you like. So I was really happy that I got all my first choices this <laughs> year. Um, but yeah, honestly, just glad that we could spend our day actually talking to people. I feel like we're always constantly just in a rush or like looking at our watch when we're speaking to people in exams, especially. No, definitely. Um, it's just it's nice to spend time with people rather than just seeing them in the library and then having to like rush off and being like, oh, sorry, I've got a lecture or yeah. something. You can just kind of enjoy your time and I don't know, take take what you want to do and mm. I guess I wouldn't be filming this podcast no, if I was exactly. in a lecture. <laughs> Poor Laura, we actually tried to just record this and I didn't press the big red button so this is actually our second time trying to record this and yeah sorry if I'm a bit nasally, I had a cold last week um, and that's my fault realistically. Um, I think Laura you said you're a bit ill as well last week. Yeah I think it's going round to be honest, maybe it's just like after exams everyone going out kind yeah. of thing but yeah, no. And I guess the weather's, like, looking up now, so mm-hmm. hopefully everyone should be cleared of their cold soon. Yeah, it is a bit odd. It is June. I shouldn't really be having a cold. <laughs> Not really what you expect right now, but I'm just happy that I don't have tonsillitis. That seems to be my university curse. I feel like for a lot of people as well. Yeah, no, that seems to be everyone's downfall at this point. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a pain getting antibiotics. So, yeah, just hopefully no praying, no tonsillitis <laughs> anytime soon. Okay, so um, we spoke a bit about what Lara is studying, theology. Um, but yeah, it's mostly kind of a study of people and their worldviews. Um, so I guess it's like people's perspective on the world, how they see the world, and then how that kind of um, provokes action and things like that. So this year, what I really enjoyed was um, looking at... Um, we had a module that kind of specified in like um, Latin America and it was looking at um, how indigenous tribes um, have a completely different worldview to ours and um, whether or not it's our duty in the West to be able to go over and say, actually, what you're doing is not very developed and that's not the way in which people should be living. And instead, we should should we impose our society on Mm. them, which was very interesting because I guess we always get taught in school that our way is like the best way but in their eyes they're taught that their way is the best way and realistically we should be more embracing of their worldviews and see them as not less developed perhaps just um I don't know what the word is maybe more suitable for their kind of lifestyle I think that is a big one because at school we don't tend to learn much more say religious studies than the western side of things and I don't, do you know how many religions there are? Um, honestly, at this point, I think you can call almost anything a religion. <laughs> um, I'm going to do my dissertation next year on whether social media can be classified as the new religion. Because realistically, re- religion is individual to that person. And it's just about, I guess, what um, traditions you do, mm-hmm. what rituals. And in the same way that maybe a classic religion like Christianity has traditions, I think social media does as well. And perhaps actually in our secular world, um, we should be kind of like moving away from, I guess, what are called traditional religions and towards maybe more of what is a worldview um, and how people perceive the world on that kind of perspective rather than just as like a, I don't know, standard religion such as like um, Islam or like Hinduism or Judaism or something like that. That is really interesting because that's the sort of dissertation that I'd want to read just because I'd be interested in it. You know, everyone's obviously using social media. Um, that's such a good idea. And where did that idea come from for you? Um, well, I, to be honest, I don't really know. I just, I kind of had a idea in my head that I wanted to do something to 
towards um, media, marketing and PR mm-hmm. because that's what I want to go into after university. So I was thinking in my head, how can I bring together something <laughs> to do with my degree yeah. and what I want to do after uni? And all of a sudden it kind of came to my head that actually I should look into something that maybe looking at social media in our world and how does that kind of reflect, I don't know, talking about like people's perspectives and how that changes because... I had really, I had a really interesting module this year where it was about social media and digital lives and things like that. And it was talking about how religion is perceived in the media, um, obviously terrorism, things like mm-hmm. that, which are a massive issue for this day and age. Um, and also how religion can adapt when, I guess, they're more traditional. I mean, Christianity uses like books and things like that. How can they put that online? Um, but yeah, so I, I sort of came up with the idea of maybe going slightly different and taking religion as like a metaphor and using it for social media um and I just started some reading and there seems to be quite a lot of scholarship in on it so um yes it should be very interesting um and over the summer I'm hoping to look more deeply into it yeah so that sounds very promising for you does that sort of make you less nervous for your final year third year of university knowing that you've got you know this dissertation sorry I can't say (laughs) dissertation question ready and you've already started to look at some research um yeah I would say so um because I mean it's a massive thing I think it was going around oh what are you doing your dissertation on like you need to write your proposal you need to think of this you need to think of that and realistically like I mean I just thought in my head I think an idea will come to me, something that I want to in, like do, that will come to me once I've done a bit of reading. And it kind of did. I was very lucky and um, I managed to find some scholarship on it and a nice person in my department who was happy to supervise it too. But yeah, I think everyone's a little bit nervous to go into third year. Yeah. I think it sound, always just sounds very stressful. But as long as you are like well prepared, I think, and have a good like schedule in place, I think... It should be more interesting than even second year was, to be honest. Yeah. Because um, it's even more refined. I just can't believe that, like, so my year's, uh, my degree's four-year course, so I'm, you know, only halfway, but I can't believe you're two-thirds of the way, so many of my other friends are two-thirds of the way there, because I can remember the day when, you know, I accepted Durham University on UCAS. I remember my first day here. I feel like... Maybe it's because all of our first year was in COVID that we were inside so much that we've had limited time to actually, you know, do things, make more memories. But, yeah, it's just crazy how quick the time's going. I mean, is it sad that you're, you know, leaving this house that you're in now and moving and you won't live with these, like, is it five? There's five of you in this house. Six. Six, six of you. yeah. You won't live in this six again. Is that sad or are you, like, you know, excited to move into a new house? And you really... I think I'm, like, ready to move on, but also I think it's finally hitting me that I really only have one more year left at yeah. university and I mean I, I say a year but really it's not really a year mm. to be honest because that's yeah, true I'll be finished like I would have finished by this time next year and then it's almost like oh you're into the big world yeah. world like but at the same time like I wouldn't change it for the world like I wouldn't go back and say okay. I wish I'd taken a gap year during like the COVID years and then done it again um or taken a like done a four, mm-hmm. four year course just because I want an extra year I think I've embraced every like opportunity I've had. I just wish that maybe first year we could have met people more yeah. um, and done more activities because, I mean, I didn't get to meet you until no. <laughs> right at the end of first year, which seems crazy considering we were literally living yeah. like two seconds away from each other. Yeah, I think this is funny because my first memory of you is... Well, you didn't even know me, I didn't know you, is when you would go on and run outside my window. I feel like, I don't know, you used to run like 8K maybe more sort of around. Yeah, like, yeah. I think dinner. I got into like 
running a lot in first year because mm-hmm. I mean there wasn't much you could do you, I didn't really use the gym that much either I was just really into my running and I, I still am I still am into it but I think with other things going on yeah. you can't really get into it as much as I was I definitely was extremely into it and it was a nice way as well to see around Durham because yeah. I got to <laughs> see places that I'd never been before I did get lost a few times <laughs> but yeah it's all the fun of it I guess yeah Durham is basically a relatively small city but at the start obviously like any new place it can be really daunting yeah I was just always think who's this girl going for a run all the time I was just thought wow she's amazing I'd just be in my room doing who knows what probably nothing <laughs> um but yeah moving on now because this is a main part of your life here at yeah. university sport fitness well-being so how do you, you know, keep fit at university? What's kind of, do you have a, like, routine or is there a sport that you really enjoy now? Because I know you've mentioned that obviously running used to be big, but what do you sort of fill your time with now? Um, so I guess, like, this year I was sort of, like, I just wanted to get fitter. I wanted to be stronger, I think. that was. I think that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be stronger. Um, I'd always been into sport my whole life and always enjoyed playing a lot of sports and at home I have like three brothers so I was always in the garden playing I don't know whatever they wanted me to play to be honest Um, but yeah no this year I really got into the gym I think to be honest what helped me was um, one of the girls I live with Esme she was also really into the gym and whereas I'm more into the cardio stuff and she's more into the weights I think it was quite nice having her because I was a bit daunting it was a bit daunting going because um I mean especially the one I go to it's it's full of uni students um and everyone's at a different stage exactly exactly and I remember the first time I went in I just thought oh I don't know if I can actually like come in here um and then I also thought oh do I really want to get a gym membership and then just go on the treadmill or Mm. because that's what I'd always gone for because I was too scared I think I was too scared to go and try anything else but cardio is you know what you knew you've always been running around exactly you know, it makes sense that you would go for the treadmill. I think same for me. That was always me, like, from the age of, I don't know, 15 to now, realistically, until I've just started just getting recently into the gym. It was always the treadmill, always the cross trainer, because it's what you know, and it can, you know, the gym can feel like this clique, this elitist place, but really everyone's had that first day in the gym. Exactly, exactly. And I think, um, I mean, I went on the squat rack for the first time with Esme, and I right. thought, I'm really, I'm just a bit, like, self-conscious watching mm-hmm. that everyone watching me with only like I don't know I was only I think I only had like a, tw- a 20 kg bar and that was it you and I was that, like that's, that's quite a lot. <laughs> and I was thinking that's quite heavy like that's that's really heavy for me um but yeah no I think everyone starts off at a point and I was I know I was very fit and healthy but also I wasn't very strong and mm. I wasn't gonna just start by like lifting loads of weights and stuff like that that was that's not a healthy way to start anyway um but yeah no it's been it's been it's been a massive journey um but yeah at the moment I seem to go in the mornings that seems to be like a that works for you that works for me um like during university when there was like lectures and stuff I'd get up quite early probably like 7am and try and go to the gym beforehand um maybe do like an hour yeah. or like an hour and a bit in the gym and then come back and then go to lectures but now obviously exams are over mm. life is a bit more chilled <laughs> you can kind of choose when you want to go um but I still I think that's sort of in my brain that I go in the morning so even still like yeah. I, I will still go in the morning like today I went at like 9am which was quite nice because it was I still had a little bit of like a lie-in and then was able to go to the gym but have you noticed that they're less busy? Because I went yesterday and it was like 10am, which before would be like, everyone would be in there, you'd be queuing up for, you know, 
to use any of the sort of the equipment. Um, have you found that there's less people now that is on Zoom? I would say it's definitely less people than when I first joined. Um, although it seems to be around four o'clock, that seems to be a very <laughs> busy time. time. Um, so I try and avoid them. <laughs> yeah. And you um, mentioned that you just wanted to be strong. I think this is really important because I feel like that is still one of the biggest misconceptions for lots of teenage girls, that they might be really active, sporty girls, but then they'll stop doing exercise, I don't know, around the age of... Well, when you don't have to do it in PE anymore. Yeah, like, when, when it doesn't become 15. compulsory anymore, I guess. Yeah, and you stop because you don't want to gain muscle, you don't want to be muscly because maybe not necessarily the body that you want. I feel like there's still a lot of girls skinny is what you think that you need to have is the desired body. And so you feel like going to the gym is going to stop you looking slender. I just think it is really important for teenage girls to know that they can be strong and being strong, you know... Is it's empowering as yeah. well, yeah. Um, and you're not going to get these massive arms. That's not really <laughs> how it works, you know, unless you're really bodybuilding and eating a lot. But, yeah, I just think it is really good to hear someone else... I mean, we've both got three brothers. Someone else has been brought up thinking it's OK to be strong. I feel like we've had to do that to keep keep afloat with them I know that I'm probably one of the most competitive out of my four anyway like I would never let them try and beat me Um, no definitely I've definitely grown up in a house where it's all about competition but I think that's healthy as well like I'm used to it and people like they thrive under pressure and I'm one of those people and Mm. I think that's because I've grown up in a house where um it's been like okay to compete with people and things like that I feel like that is one of the things that we didn't realise at first but we had in common was that we've got these three brothers but kind of, you know, sport is quite a big thing. And that (laughs) competitiveness does sort of go through with a lot of things like in terms of routine, in terms of getting work done. I think it's a really good thing to have to keep you going. I mean, does going to the gym in the morning set you up for the rest of the day, do you think? No, definitely. I, I, I do thrive off going to the gym. I think... Um, it's the same with running as well I I get like a runner's high Mm -hmm. from it I think it sets me off it makes my day good I always get some kind of energy after it and I'm like this this day is going to be good I think when I'm in the house and I haven't gone to the gym I do get a bit of like oh I'm not sure if I'm being productive as um today or I don't know it it really does set me up for the day and I do encourage other people to try and get into it because I know it's hard at first but it really does like set you up for a good day and it's true, it does, mm. it makes your brain start working earlier. Yeah. Um, especially when you're going into university and then you've got to like sit through lectures and things. You're already turned on, like you're not, you haven't just woken up. And I mean, I, I sometimes go to the gym and I don't really do very much, yeah. but even just going, I think that sets me up for a good day. I think, yeah, I think that's the other misconception that you've got to go to the gym, go get really sweaty, leave like barely walking, you know, crawling out <laughs> of there. But that's not true. And sometimes, you know, the lower intensity sessions are the most important ones. Um, so yeah, I think that's really good, just getting it part of routine, even if it's not going to be the biggest workout. Because you might be doing other sport later, because exactly. you also play netball, this is a big yes. part of your life. Um, have you enjoyed netball this year, being in a team? Yeah, no, I've I've loved playing netball this year. Um, when I was at school, I wasn't really into netball, I wouldn't say. I was probably more into hockey, and I did play a bit of netball, and um, my school was really good at netball, and I think that's maybe where... It, came from I didn't like it as much because I wasn't in the first team and yeah I don't know that that may have like broke my heart a little bit about netball Mm. um but since coming to uni I've fallen back in love with it and it's been so enjoyable playing with our college team and 
I mean, we've had a bit of an up and down season, um, but we have had two major successes. I mean, going to York and that was big, and beating their team, which was a really, really big achievement. Really and then also day. beating the boys for the first time in Mary's history, which was yeah, was an like, amazing day. <laughs> I don't know, first time was it eight years? I think I think something like that. Um, so at Durham, there's college netball, and then there's um, what we call DU um, sport. Which where you play other universities, but they're both really good levels. I mean, because we're in the A team, um, college netball doesn't mean that you know it's all social. We do, you know, the matches are high intensity, and I think it's just a really good system. I'm not, you know, other unis might not do this. You know, there's what four or five teams for college, yeah, and then there's five for DU. Um, so whatever ability you can you can play if you want it to be a social thing, it can be. Um, there are some good netball socials. <laughs> I feel like that is a common thing at lots of unis. You know, the netball socials are one of the big ones. We did one tied one with the boys. Was it rugby? Yeah. Yeah, rugby. Yeah. Um, so we, me and Lara, were in what's known as development team this year, which is, I suppose, the equivalent of the sixth team for DU. And um, I thought that was a really good level of netball. I really enjoyed it. Um, we had a training on a Sunday, five to seven once a week, and the girls were lovely. It was really nice to get to know girls from other colleges no I really enjoyed it I think it was a good mix between fitness Mm -hmm. and match play as well um and also as you said yeah meeting other girls because I mean most of my friends are from just our college St Mary's um but yeah no just seeing that there was other people out there as well and then like yeah they were they were lovely as well and that they all had the same kind of passion as well for like yeah. netball and fitness which was which was fun to find because a lot of people wouldn't want to go in the dark because it was really tough before to like 5 p.m on a sunday leave at 7 p.m you know everyone wants to just be relaxing having dinner then but i've always found leaving i've always felt so much better oh definitely i mean most people wouldn't really want to spend their sunday <laughs> evening doing sprints but um yeah <laughs> i mean we found another i guess like 15 girls that also mm. enjoyed it <laughs> it's a shame because because you're going to manchester you're not going to be at the netball ball which is on this sunday yes which is a real shame because i would have loved it for you to be there um yes i'm really sad that i'm missing out sadly i had these books a long time before yeah. the netball even came out. But um, we've got um, our college ball coming up on the 15th of yeah, June. Yeah, 15th of June. It's actually not that far away. Have you got a dress ready? Yes, I've got a green dress, which Lovely. I've been looking for for ages. <laughs> I really just wanted a green dress. Mm-hmm. I've been looking green for it everywhere. Too. And then I found one on ASOS and it came and I was just like, I don't think I've ever bought a dress and it fit perfectly. And yeah. it was just perfect. And... I've seen yeah. pictures and it really does suit you, <laughs> really fits you well. Um, I don't know, I think I might be reusing one because I um, had my gold DV presentation in Buckingham Palace so I bought a new dress for that so I think I'm going to wear that again because it's quite summery. Yeah, morally. that'd be lovely. Um, so now we've talked about sport, I was wondering, could you tell us a bit about any work experience you've had? Uh, yeah, so at the moment I have a part-time job. So I work for an American... Um, PR healthcare Mm -hmm. company and so I do like I guess like two hours a day maybe like one and a half hours a day for them um I've done I've started that in March um and it's been really really interesting because um first of all I guess it's a different country and yeah getting to know like speaking to people on zoom only you don't get to do that normally for part-time jobs exactly um and also getting paid for work experience completely different from 
the UK where it's pretty much just like voluntary kind of Definitely. come in and do like two weeks of, You're it, at the bottom of the exactly. Um, but no, this has been really interesting, and I, I guess I mean as I've mentioned before, I do want to go into this. Yeah. In the future, so it's been really helpful for me, and I'm sure it will um, be good for any employee in the future that they see that I've done this um, as well as my degree mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, but yeah, I, that's what I've been. I'm planning to do for like the next, I guess, seven months, I think. Um, and then hopefully after uni, I'll get a graduate job. Definitely. Um, I think you're definitely on track for that. I think, you know, some people like me, I'm getting worried, don't necessarily know what career I want to get into, don't have any specific work experience. Like, sure, I've had part-time jobs here and there, um, but all customer service, that's not necessarily what I want to do. So I think you definitely are someone who I can imagine. Not that there's pressure to do this, but by September after you finish, to be in your graduate job, Maybe in London. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs> that was the common trend at Durham to go to move to London. Yeah. Um, I also, um, in summer, doing two weeks with another company that are a London um, media company and I'm working in their branding team, which will be really fun. Um, I think if I got a job there, that would be a dream job. Mm, unreal, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, but I guess we'll just see. I think... I'm just going to apply for lots of things and whatever I get, I guess you just take and yeah. you can kind of just see if you like it or not. Um, but I do think I once I finish uni, I do want to do some kind of travelling. I don't want to go yeah. straight into a job. Um, I know it kind of sounds scary to, for me to say that right now because um, I like to have things planned yeah. out. I like to be like, this is what's happening then and there. Um, and I think after uni, it can be a, bit, a little bit scary for yeah. people like me who are really organised. Um because, you, you know, we had school, then we had, you know, three years of uni, it's planned out as the soon going to be the first time you're thinking, OK, I've actually got time now, I've got a gap, it doesn't have to be really structured. Exactly, exactly. And I think there's no rush in getting into a job. Like, I think there is a lot of pressure for, especially our generation, to be earning money and, I guess, getting on the property ladder and things like that. But I think that there isn't a rush. I think you do need to have some kind of break. I mean, we didn't have gap years because of yeah. COVID anyway. Um, but I, I think it's a good time in which I can like maybe go, I don't, I think I do want to go to, um, Asia, um, maybe for like a couple months or so, but then also, I guess if I get my dream job, I mean, I'm not going to say no to that either. Do you know Um, why you want to travel to Asia? Have you been there before or is it just somewhere new that you want to travel to? Um, so I have been to Asia before. I've been to India and Sri Lanka. Um, both of them were amazing experiences, like unbelievable um I went to India for two and a half weeks with my school which was just before Covid actually and it was it was an amazing opportunity um I've never been to a place like it like it really yeah um same with Sri Lanka um but I think this time I want to go further I want to go to like Cambodia Mm. um Thailand Singapore um Vietnam um yeah, I just want to... I think I just want to, I love... I think I crave yeah. going to places that are different. I yeah. think that's what it is. Because um, I've also been to Cuba, and that was extremely different oh, as well. I'm really jealous. Because yeah. obviously they're, like... I mean, they are still kind of trapped in, like, a 1960s world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was really interesting going there and then not having Wi-Fi, not being able to use your phone for, like, two and a half weeks whilst we were there. The only place you could get Wi-Fi is if you pay... I think it was, like... Ten dollars for half an hour to sit in a public park, and that's the only place you could have Wi-Fi. And that was only in two of their cities in the whole of the country. Um, But yeah, no, I I think that's why I want to go traveling. Um, I mean, there's plenty of places I'd love to go. I think South America is another Mm. one on my list for sure. 
um but also like I've got plenty of time I'm only 20 I guess I can yeah. go whenever um but yeah I would love to go to Asia I think after university I think I mean with my part-time job at the moment I'd love to like save up money and have that to be able to go and travel I mean I'm I would I think I'd probably go on my own but also if I had a, a uni friend yeah. who would love to come then of course um it's nice that you've got the confidence them. to know that you could go on your own if you know you wanted to because yeah I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that so it's nice that you you know you feel confident enough that you could do that I also would love to go to India um one of my favorite podcasters Emma Neal is currently there I think right now um, yes she is on a yeah. yoga course yes I feel like that's something me and you would really love to do I've just seen because I'm doing um Grace Beverly's shreddy six-week challenge and I've picked the balance section because there's three sections I think there's balance strong and what's the other one horse is gonna annoy me now balance strong and I think it's more of a I presume a cardio based one um so I've been starting doing yoga for the first time ever I've, I never did gymnastics not very flexible but this has really helped me and yeah I've just seen like on Emma Neal's TikTok that she's been you know going upside down yeah. and splits and stuff so yeah I feel like that would be something I would love to do as well because she's gonna be I think she's gonna be a yoga instructor after this yeah I think so as well um but yeah, no, because it's that, that's a massive thing in um, yeah. Asia. I, they have a massive thing to do with like wellness and like health, and like I think they do have much better mental health than our culture because we are so like driven to keep doing things over and over mm. again, and maybe not having time for ourselves as much. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's really interesting to do that as well. Yeah, I think um, I'm really keen to see what she says about it because I know that she's on a strict schedule and. I've looked at, um, it was so funny seeing all, like, the monkeys on her story. They have, like, a strict diet as well, I think, as well, that they have okay. to follow um, to do with it as well. Like, it's, it's kind of like a massive cleanse, I guess. Yeah, I feel like there's the sort of, you know, holiday I would love to go on, a bit of a cleansing holiday. Um, not I feel like, you know, a beach holiday is nice with your friends to relax, but I feel like to go somewhere and come away feeling like a new person would just be a really special experience. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope I can go to uh, some Asian countries yeah. next year. We will see. Well, you know, you are twenty. You have got your whole life ahead of you. Um, I'm very jealous that you've been to Kiva as well. Um, but it's really lovely chatting to you today. Um, I'm sure potentially we might be doing another episode together in the future because me and Lara have a lot in common and food is a big topic that we both share um constantly sharing each other recipes and stuff like that. Lara's recently made sushi, which looked incredible. Um, so yeah thank you so much for listening I hope you enjoy the rest of your day um, I think me and Lara are going to go get ready for a cocktail night tonight so that should be fun but yeah lovely to speak to you guys and speak to you soon bye